This podcast is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. Do you want a more intimate walk with God? Are you tired of trying to hear God and hearing only silence? Each week, your host, Felice Skirwitz, is prepared to inspire you and equip you on your journey towards deepening your relationship with God. Listen, hear, and follow the Lord's will in your life, and you will be blessed. What are those priceless gifts that money can't buy? Well, I can tell you one of the first is the gift of time, creating memories with your children. The next priceless gift is teaching your child the value of spending time with God. In the novel, A Few Minutes with God, written for children and teens, the story unfolds about a struggling family and the gift of hearing God and the outcome, which is a wonderful blessing from the Lord. Your children will want to pray and spend time listening to God after reading this book. Visit MediaAngels.com for more information. Hey everyone and welcome. This is Felice Gerwitz and today we're going to talk about Advent. This is a few minutes with GodPodcast.com and you can find the show notes at a few minutes with GodPodcast.com episode 69. Well, do you realize that we're always waiting? And that's what we're talking about today is Advent. As we celebrate Advent, we're waiting for the coming of our Lord. Advent means coming in Latin. In this episode, we're going to explore the hope we find at Christmas time and how this hope can translate our lives for the better. I want to thank our sponsor, Media Angels, Inc. You can find books and products on MediaAngels.com as well as Amazon. And I highly recommend getting a copy of One More Child and when the book that when the book releases. It's not out yet, uh, but it should be soon. And A Few Minutes with God is out already um, or the Truth Seekers Mystery Series for your children. Well, friends, we are always waiting for something, aren't we? If things are difficult in your life, you wait for them to get better. We wait for a new opportunity, a new job, a new house, or car. We wait and wait, and often we find that our happiness hinges on this waiting and what the waiting will bring. The things of this world are fleeting, and while we realize that, with head knowledge, our hearts often beg to differ. During the time before Christmas, we have many distractions, but essentially they can be distilled down into two points. One, we get caught up in the materialistic theme of Christmas, decorations, presents, and food. Or two, we focus on the true meaning of Christmas that Almighty God, the creator of the universe, gave us His only begotten Son, allowed His Son to live among a humble man and woman, Joseph and Mary, living the life of a poor carpenter so that we could have salvation. In the weeks before Christmas, we can be in hope, waiting in anticipation for the coming of Jesus into our world. The four Sundays and weeks of Advent allow us to prepare and remember that Jesus is the reason for the season. My family celebrates with prayer every evening. We light the four candles of the Advent wreath, one for each week, to symbolize the days of anticipation. The wreath has three purple candles and one pink for the third week. The wreath is a circle of evergreen branches laid flat to symbolize eternal life. On Christmas Day, a fifth white candle is lit representing Christ. 
Each evening we pray by reading different scriptures and lifting up people in prayer and petition to the Lord. And at the end, we celebrate the day by thanking God for one or more things that happened. Advent is a time of expectant waiting and preparation. But we don't have to throw out all of the Christmas traditions. I know of people who are good and committed Christians who decided that Christmas is essentially a pagan holiday and refuse to even put up a tree or exchange gifts. And truthfully, I respect each person and how they wish to celebrate. However, for us, it is a melding of two worlds without compromising our faith in God. And I really believe that, you know, at one point, if it was a pagan tradition, it's the ways that Christian can take back different things that are, um, you know, not of the Lord. And we need to do that as Christians, because I remember a time when people wouldn't even go on the internet. People didn't want to buy or put any kind of credit card information on the internet because they were afraid that people would be able to take their information. And we know that that has happened, right, in current times when everybody's using the internet now. However, we can't just be, you know, say, well, we're not going to use anything because we live in this world. It's, it's just like, you know, so many times, um, you know, we boycott things and we say, well, you know, what does it matter? And if you're, if you're led to do this kind of thing, sure, do it. I mean, I go and pray in front of um, abortion clinics and we have peaceful marches. In fact, we're getting ready uh, to do one uh, on Saturday. And I will go and I will pray and there's not going to be any yelling or screaming. I don't even know if the place is open on Saturday. However, you know, that's something I feel convicted and called to. But we all have to respect each other and, you know, the focuses that we put on things and not be judgmental. God comes first. Christ is the celebration of the nativity of Jesus, but... It also reminds us of the second coming. When we celebrate the past, the birth of Jesus, we look forward to the future, the coming of Christ to judge the living and the dead, and we must be vigilant and not allow the anxieties of daily life to distract us because that can so easily happen. In Luke 21:34, we read, Be careful, or your hearts will be weighed down with carousing, drunkenness, and the anxiety of lives. That, and that day, will close on you suddenly like a trap. Can you relate to that? I mean, think of how long ago this was written and is so relevant today. This also relates to our time as we celebrate Christmas. We celebrate the season without being all consumed in the celebration and preparation that we forget all about God. Recently, again, I was in the store shopping and all I needed were some gift bags. And I go to this huge store and they have a very sparse supply of gift bags and the ones they have are devoid of anything that says Christmas on it. There were elves and there were Santas and there were snowmen and there was even a bag that was all red and glittery that said, Mary, Mary, Mary. And it just made me furious because I could not even find a bag with Merry Christmas on it. And when they did write the word Mary, they left out the word Christmas. So I got on my phone and you guessed it. I ordered something online, found it, absolutely beautiful. And um, it's getting, it actually got delivered today. So it got delivered in one day, actually with free shipping. And so, you know, we can't compromise our beliefs when it matters, right? 
This reminds us to keep anxiety at a minimum. Remember the podcast a few episodes ago where I relayed the importance um, of, of, about where to find God. We find Him today. We focus on today. It was the one on Jesus calling. We don't worry about, and then another one I did, we don't worry about the past and allow anxiety or the future when we can't predict what's going to happen and allow it to give us anxiety or grief. And I'll put that link of that podcast um, in the show notes. If we worry about the future, it may or may not happen. And all that fear and anxiety uh, that we had was for nothing. And remember, fear and anxiety are not what the Lord wants for our life. In 1 Thessalonians 3, 7 through 13, we read, Therefore, brothers and sisters, in all our distress and persecution, we were encouraged about you because of your faith. For now we really live, since you stand firm in the Lord. How can we thank God enough for you in return for all the joy we have in the presence of our God because of you? Night and day we pray most earnestly that we may see you again and supply what is lacking in your faith. Now may our God and Father himself and our Lord Jesus Christ clear the way for us to come to you. May the Lord make your love increase and overflow for each other, for everyone else, just as ours does for you. May He strengthen your hearts so that you will be blameless and holy in the presence of our God and Father when our Lord Jesus Christ comes with all His holy ones. I love verse 12 where it says, May the Lord make your love increase and overflow for each other and for everyone else, just as ours does for you. If the Lord increases our love for others as we prepare for the coming of our Lord, we cannot help but rejoice. This love of God will float out to others and they will say, gosh, what's different about you? This waiting and expecting can be a time of great joy no matter what is happening in your life. By taking our eyes off of ourselves and placing them on the joy of the Lord, we can only grow in strength and wisdom to fight the good fight. I pray as we begin our prayers for this Advent season that it becomes the best one ever. Dear Lord Jesus, I love you very much, and I thank you for coming into this world to save us. I thank you for giving us these days of preparation to place you deeper and deeper into our hearts so that we can reflect the love you have for us and bring others joy as a result. Lord, help us to overcome our anxieties and worry and I place all my needs, especially this specific need for which I pray, into your most capable hands. Thank you, Lord, for hearing my prayers and petitions and for granting me the desires of my heart. Thank you, Lord, thank you for all you do in my life, for all the graces you give me each day to combat the evil one. I pray for the joy that surpasses all understanding today and always. Amen. Thanks for listening to the podcast, A Few Minutes with God. Please visit Fleece on our website, afewminuteswithgod.com, and your podcast page on afewminuteswithgodpodcast.com. There you will find the show notes for today's episode. This podcast is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network.